1: 18
0: plus all right ladies and gentlemen it is monday october 3rd 2000 2022 it's the z-man the captain that steers the ship with me is tony mazer mondays with mazer how you doing tony
1: good it's uh happy i know a lot of the girls are talking about it's happy mean girls day but today is also happy oj day this day in 1995 oj simpson was not found guilty of murder in the state of california yeah, that was uh, that was quite a day because the cops were racist. They framed. That's them. right. Yeah, it was it was all Mark Furman, Mark Furman, who is enjoying his life up in Idaho right now, I guess, and changed everything with the O.J. case. Uh, you know, it's funny. I, I, there's a lot of times when you talk about the people because I like I'm an older soul, but I also, you know, I, I had to acquire that taste over time. So when I was a kid, I was never alive when O.J. Simpson played football. I didn't know who he was. All I knew is when I'm six, seven, eight years old is that O.J. Simpson is a possible murderer. I had no idea like, oh, wait, he was in commercials and movies. And oh, he's in the Hall of Fame for football for being a really good running back. I always found that kind of fascinating.
0: So you didn't know about O.J. Simpson, the football player at all. Like you just knew him as a murderer
1: yes and then as time went on it was hey this guy played football oh that's why this isn't just a regular murder case this is because it's a, a someone of prominence it's kind of interesting that, that so that's a little bit of that generation gap well no, I, I used figure I mean, it I, out i would see him
0: i was around when he was calling games so i knew him as the you know the commentator and then he went to the naked gun films and he was <laughs> mm-hmm. hilarious it was nordberg yeah. i was like this guy's hilarious man he's in the hertz commercials and so I was kind of in the thick of it, and I was like the rest of the
1: world, like, what? OJ killed someone? No. And that's that's what was interesting was I didn't have that point of reference as a kid to go, OJ wouldn't kill anybody. Come on. Oh, oh you mean Juice, the guy who's on everywhere? No, like, I never had that because I didn't think two things about it and didn't realize the prominence until people are saying, no, that this guy was one of the best running backs of all time. Very likable guy. And that's what was so shocking about it. So, you know, uh, I, if you told me Jared Fogle is a pedophile, I probably would have said, yeah, no, I could see that. But if O.J. Simpson, a murderer for people who were born in that generation, now nah, they wouldn't have been able to, you know, think about that at all. And now he's he's the juice is loose and he's on Twitter saying, hey, Twitter world, it's yours truly. No, I, uh, I used to do a bit about Caitlyn
0: Jenner. It's on my YouTube channel. Go hit subscribe, youtube.com backslash sit down, Zumach. And it was about Caitlyn Jenner, like, and I'm I'm talking about Caitlyn Jenner. Like, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see it coming. Did you see it coming when you are eating Wheaties in 1977? I didn't see it coming. I saw Jared
1: from Subway coming. I saw that coming. He (laughs) looks like a child. I mean, the guy looks like a child molester. By the way, speaking of specials, I hear you have one coming out this Friday.
0: Yes. Let's get the plug out of the way. It was a weird, weird day when I got the news, uh, but my much-anticipated Much awaited comedy special that I filmed in Provo, Utah, about a year and a half ago, is debuting, Kmart ready,
1: you know the bit, and uh, I gotta be honest with you, I don't hate it. You don't hate the special or the name of it, because I know you wanted to call it Pat and did it, right?
0: Yeah, they rejected it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> they, knew, they knew right away what I was doing. So <laughs> so Patton did it and Bert's a bitch. So it's just like, all right, well, we just start start naming off the greatest hits. <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny
0: just to call it Kmart ready since I, you know, I have a callback with it and all that. And I remember I, I filmed two shows in one one night, you know, it was a great production. It was like a like a real live studio. And, you uh, know, it was a comedy club, but a real live production like cameras and Crane cameras and all that shit. So um I got it in the first there were three comics. Well, four technically. The the guy who warmed up the the, the audience warm-up guy, he was the opening guy. And then there was uh two comics that went on before me. I closed it out, and the first guy was just kind of eating it. I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a rough night. Then the second guy got him back, and 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 by the way, just to give you an idea, it was 50% capacity because of COVID restrictions. Of course, This, this is how long ago it was.
1: Are they wearing masks in the audience or no?
0: Luckily, they were. Some of them were, but they didn't get it on camera. Thank God. But um, I, I gave myself. I go, okay. I'm. Gonna, we're supposed to do 25 minutes. I said, okay. I'm not going to talk about COVID at all. I was the only guy on that did not talk about COVID because I was just like I want this to be timeless, and I got it on the first try. Good. So, 90 of that special is pretty much the one show I did, and the second show I just fucked around because I knew I got it.
1: I know I've noticed that where I remember about two and a half years ago. So you're talking about April of 2020, when you were living across the parking lot here <laughs> yeah. and the uh, I remember hearing my coworkers, you know, when I used to work in radio, interestingly enough, uh, they would start to talk about how they would like, one of my coworkers would actually get nervous and anxiety watching a, a, a concert from just like two years earlier than that. So say 2018, because people are too close together and not wearing masks. And this is just what, so I'm, th- I'm thinking to myself and she's like, we need we need more commercials where it's normalizing masks and normalizing social distancing. And I said, look, in a couple of years from now, hopefully we're not going to be doing this. The, the, we're not gonna be a society that's gonna wear masks and being constantly reminded of that time. So that's what kind of sucks that, the the special that you had that we're still going to have to see people wearing masks. But because for the most part right now, no matter if you're in Florida, Ohio, New York, people aren't wearing masks and we're done. We're done with this. It, but I hate those little reminders of the last couple of years that we're always going to have some kind of uh, Easter egg that we're going to see and go. Oh, well, I know when that was filmed, that was 2021. That was where people had to show proof of their vaccine to get in there. And that was this and that it's just that's, like that, that's why I didn't want to talk about it. That's why I, didn't I just want to talk about it. I And I don't blame you. I just don't even want to. I do not, except for my wedding and starting my podcast, I don't want to be reminded of anything the last two years. When we think about 10 years from now, when they say 2020, be like, oh, yeah, that was the year I got married. That's about it. Don't really give a shit. I don't want to be reminded of this time. Yeah. Well,
0: let me finish this plug real quick. Yes. Um, Go to my Twitter. Go to my Instagram. If you could do me a favor, leave a like, a comment. I'm trying to get in that algorithm, trying to get – get it out there, get some eyes on it. And if you sign up with the promo code ZUMAC, capital letters, you get a free month uh, and you can just sign up and cancel, but you can get a free month on Drybar so you can watch my special this Friday. So use the promo code ZUMAC, capital letters, and you get a free month courtesy of the Z-Man. Rack me.
1: Very nice. Yeah. This this weekend, I know uh, our, our good pal Jim Florentine is in town. I just had him on my podcast. It's on Patreon if you want to check it out right now. Patreon. We're just getting the plugs out of the way right now. Uh, Patreon.com slash Tony Mazur, T-O-N-Y-M-A-Z-U-R. My uh, conversation with Jim Florentine right in front of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last week was, uh, was really cool. We talked sports and music and radio and all that kind of stuff. So check that out. And he is, uh, he's got terrorizing telemarketers. He was on the football podcast last week. And uh, he's going to be at the Funny Stop this weekend with Joe Howard. Oh, you're not going to be on it? Uh, well, I'm not featuring. Oh, I, I, I don't know who's hosting or whatever. I, you know, I got stuff going on this weekend too. So I'm just, I'm only really just going to stop up, but, um, yeah, no, apparently, uh, apparently Jim and Joe made some kind of amends. No, I actually, that was me. I, I, I kind of brokered
0: that. And I said, Hey, you know, Joe's Joe's in a better place. And then I realized Joe was doing some shady shit behind my back <laughs> with fucking Brad Thacker, that fucking dick. Now, so anyways, <laughs> so yeah, he can thank me for his uh, yet again feature set. Probably doing the same fucking jokes he did 15 years ago.
1: Do, 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 do we want to take a guess what his material is going to be like? It's
0: the same shit. It's the same <laughs> shit. The fucking the, the, the two
1: headed bitch. The fuck? It's the same shit. The
0: manatee. The manatee.
1: Yeah. The Jesus painting and the Ray Chapman. <laughs> Christ.
0: Yeah. And then he just brags about how great he is. Like, go, oh, you write a fucking joke. You're so great. Write a fucking joke, Joe. I'm putting this. I gotta out for say free. the
1: the whole weekend. I and I, I hated. I always hate. This is you know inside baseball for folks listening. But I always text Chad these random things that it's not because I don't feel like doxing anybody or putting people's names out there. It's just not interesting to a podcast audience. So I just send you these screenshots of all this garbage, all these terrible comedy shows. And I just love getting your reactions to them. It's it's it's
0: unbelievable how people I'd like to think I've changed over the course of a couple years. I've taken chances like I've moved to places. I was in Mm -hmm. New York. I was in L.A. I was doing the road. You know, I driven across country, I moved to Florida, and these people are doing the exact same shit back home. They're just doing the same, this, these Bill Squires, they're just doing the same fucking mundane, safe routine over and over and over.
1: Well, if you folks want to come to the Cleveland Comedy Festival, uh, we've got a great lineup this year. There's uh, 872 comics that are going to be on the bill over the course of a couple of days. And it's being headlined by none other than Ian Fidance. Hurricane Ian Fidance.
0: <laughs> his his face is so punchable. He has like, <laughs> I hate his face. I hate how he looks. I hate, I hate him on the radio. I think he stinks, too. But yet... And I didn't recognize any of those names in the Cleveland Comedy Festival. None of them. I was like, "Who the fuck no. are these people?"
1: My fa- I, one of my favorites, and when I say favorites, it was not a favorite. It was uh, It was an MLC, and you weren't on this particular one, but it was Tom Cassidy and Ian Fidance, and it just sounded like Kevin had his two sons on. Oh, I heard that. Oh,
0: it was so, it was, <laughs> and they were, they thought they were like uh, getting one over on Kevin. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. It was
1: awful. <laughs> Fucking it was- bad. It was like we're it's like we're, we're doing a podcast with dad today.
0: Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't see the magic of Ian Finance. I, I, I'm missing something. I guess I'm his, missing his, his Groucho Marx look. Oh, he was just horrible looking. Terrible. I don't know why David Tell took him out. I saw him at the cellar just bombing too once. I was like, this guy stinks.
1: Do we want Becky to clip this? <laughs> she can do it. <laughs> She'll do, she probably already did. <laughs> what about stutter? What about stuttering, John? Let's talk stuttering, John. <laughs> oh my if he god, he hasn't been discussed enough. Stut- I saw your screenshot, by the way. It's How long st- ago was that?
0: This was uh about a year ago.
1: And here I'll pull it up just so
0: people can see it. This this might this stuttering John thing might bring everybody together. I think. I think so too. Because so, anyways, clip this back. So I did. I went on Who Are These podcasts and I was just trolling. I was just fucking around. And uh, and I, I was pretending like I was friends with John or something like I was defending him. It was a dumb move. It was a bad troll. It did. not This work. was
1: during the Chrissy Mayer feud, right? Like yes. the beginning of it.
0: And I was shitting all over Chrissy. I was shitting on Bert. But the stuttering John thing is like I was I was never friends with the guy. And so he started sending me DMs He's like, man, thanks for having my back, man. I appreciate it, man. You're one of the good guys in comedy, man. Thanks, man. I want to I want to have you on beers with beer in a balcony. <laughs> whatever that fucking show was. And I go, okay, cool, man. Like, I didn't have a problem with him. I didn't hate him. And he's like, okay, bro, you're booked. And I and I didn't respond. I go, uh, I can't do it that day. And next thing you know, he's promoting on Twitter that I'm coming on Beers with the Balcony on Tuesday. And I, and I sent him a DM. I go, dude, you're a fucking idiot. I said I couldn't do it. I'm like, take that down. I told him to take down the tweet. So then he, <laughs> he fucking DMs me. And I, I I never put this shit out there, but I'm enjoying fucking what Shuli's doing. I'm enjoying who are these podcasts, what Anthony's doing. So I, I, <sighs> and
1: he goes,
0: you're a dumb fuck. And I go, have your producer take it down. Fucking call me an asshole. Meanwhile, you do Carl show. I took it down, dumb fuck, fucking asshole. And then I wrote, I don't need this or
1: want this in my life. <laughs> I, I love this. There's no punctuation. <laughs> you're just like, just, just shut the fuck up, John. He's like, you want it now? Call me shit. You got
0: it. Game, game on, you dumb fuck. But this is like, God. I don't even know this guy. <laughs> and the only reason he did that is because I, I was like uh, trolling him on, or trolling who are these podcasts that backfired. And uh, <laughs> and I see what Shuly's doing with that Uncle Rico show. I mm-hmm. was like, I, wa-, I go, I want in on this.
1: Like this, this guy, because he's a fucking asshole. Uh, so my, I've, I've only, I think I've talked to John like twice over Twitter. But uh, I was supposed. So remember the Mojo's comedy room, that Youngstown one, where they moved to like 18 different venues. Like it was like at a Ponderosa, isn't that the Amon's?
0: Yeah, no, that's that. No, that was the Funny Farm. Uh, Mojo's was at that one bar in the basement. Yeah, Yeah.
1: that's right. Yeah, I got it confused. Yeah, Mojo's. So uh, this was maybe in 2016. I got asked to uh, to host for Stuttering John. And maybe it's 2015, 2016. So they, you know, hey, would you be able to do this? uh, Stuttering John's coming to town. I'm like, he does comedy? Oh, sure. Why not? It's Stuttering John. And uh, it's coming about maybe five days before the show. And I I haven't seen any promotion. And I wanted to make sure before I put it out there saying like, hey, guys, come on out to Youngstown or Niles or whatever the fuck town it was. Let's go see Stuttering John. So I reach out to the guy. I say, hey, what's going on with the show? I wanted to help promote it. And they're like, yeah, we uh, he he sold three tickets. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Three tickets. That's two more than I expected. Wow. Yeah. He
0: I talked to him on the phone a couple of times before. And I remember he was coming down to Florida. He's like, you should get on these shows with me. He goes, you could be my feature act. And I'm like, ah, you know, that's cool. Whatever. You know, and I, I was like, he's like, come on, man. He's like, you featured for Florentine. I see you
1: featuring." You know, you could be my feature act. And I was just like, I can't feature for you, dude. I just can't. No, <laughs> like, you're well, <laughs> well, you, 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 it almost feels bad. It's like a retarded kid. You don't want to, you, you would just bury him. I, I would, be, I'm not even that long in comedy, really. And I would bury John Melendez on stage.
0: I would bury him and it wouldn't be pretty. And this is <laughs> when I was like, I didn't have a problem with the guy at the time. I really didn't have a problem with him. And, uh, but now, you know, after he sent me that message, I'm like, fuck this guy. He's a fucking asshole. <laughs>
1: So, you know, what's funny about the whole this whole universe, whether it's compound, whether it's the MLC universe and everything that's kind of spawned from it is this is all spawned from the Wack Packers. And John was one of the biggest of the Wack Packers. Now, he was on the show, but he was only on the show because he sometimes stuttered.
0: (laughs) That was about it. That was his thing.
1: and, And everything that he did on those shows, it was it funny sure was it written by him no it's like watching one of the comedy central roasts and martha stewart tells funny jokes she didn't write them they, they have they have all had writers but um so when john would do the thing where in, in front of ringo star and he said what did you do with the money what do i do with what money the money your mother gave you for drum lessons whatever that joke i think and it was a jackie martling joke of course because of course it's jackie who blocked me on twitter weirdly enough um really? yeah no i think it was uh, he blo- he blocked me because he misunderstood a tweet that i had i was quoting billy west quoting grandpa al lewis who said now it's jackie and his corn cornpone humor oh. and he blocked me thinking i was insulting him but whatever uh, the the whack packers the Beetlejuices, the you know, Gary, the retard and Wendy, the retard and um, Daniel Carver, they were funny and they were, but they were for a certain time. And for whatever reason, John, because he used to cut up Howard's baked potato every day, thinking that and making $30,000 a year, which is, you know, I guess maybe in 1988 isn't bad, but by you know 2005 is pr- probably not not very good and not bumping up in salary. John is just I mean stuttering he, John's the luckiest guy in entertainment. <laughs> the way he
0: he fell up the ladder to the Tonight Show. And he only did that because Jay Leno had a hard on for Stern. So he's the luckiest guy in show business, 100%. And,
1: and Leno had no place for him. I remember when they hired him because remember it wasn't stuttering John, it was John Melendez, the it's announcer the Tonight the Tonight Show, show. Tonight. with Jay Leno. Yeah, it's the would... old it's the old Nicholas Cage, <laughs> Pamela Anderson.
0: <laughs> it was fucking funny, even though he didn't write any of those questions. Those those man on the street things were hilarious. Of I, course I they were. They were fucking hilarious. But he had the balls to ask. I'll give him that.
1: Yeah, me, me and um one of my buddies, we still to this day talk about the one episode when it was then the E! show where it was Stuttering John versus A.J. Benza, where A.J. got kicked off the show because of <laughs> Really, I don't remember that. It, it was it was stupid. It was again. It was. It, it's all retard's. The whole thing. <laughs> we're. De- it, what what did I say a couple of weeks ago? It's just retardville USA. That's what we're dealing with. And when when you have stuttering John, who's, I, I don't think other than our friend Ben Axelrod, no one has used their blue checkmark more than stuttering John Melendez on Twitter. I mean, it's
0: it's pretty comical. It's hilarious, and it's just he's so like. He's just so dumb. He's just a dumb guy. He doesn't understand the more he pushes back at the worse he makes it. He just he doesn't have any self-reflection. He doesn't stop to evaluate. Like, what should I do this? He just does it. And he, yeah. you say one slight about his comedy is one little thing that just goes off on you. You're fucking you see what that tweet he, that DM he sent me. I mean, that's no. just that's him. It's, just, it's quick to anger. <laughs> that's him. <laughs> that's him that that wasn't for an audience that was for me he wanted me to see that and I had to block him (laughs) I blocked Suttering John I unblocked him
1: well you know what's funny about this whole thing is that we're trashing John his his podcast is terrible uh, you know his whole persona and this doesn't even get into all the other stuff that he's doing like slipping into Bob Levy's wife's DMs trying to pick her up and It's just this guy's a piece of shit. He tried to, then he
0: called Levy asking him what her body looked
1: like. Yeah. (laughs) What a fucking scumbag.
0: He's just a piece of shit.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, it's obviously kids don't even talk to him anymore. And, you know, again, it's not my, it's not my business to talk about family stuff, especially since I I don't really know the guy. I just know him from all this persona, but you just start to see a pattern. Are, Are we not allowed to recognize that there are certain patterns that come up? And the, the guy is just not nice. <laughs> there's a reason it, it, what for the last month now almost every single show that Kumia has done he's talking about stuttering john then he has Carl from who are these podcasts and Shuly and Zenhauser and apparently I I don't know I I don't know if they're going to talk about it but I got some information that uh, that uh, some of john's goons. We're uh, not really happy with uh, with Shuley and Zenhauser and their weekend at uh, Governor's and some of the things they were, have been saying on this Uncle Rico show.
0: <laughs> really uh, so John sent some uh, some uh, some backup to take care of the business because he also yeah. thinks he's, he like thinks he's in the mafia too yeah. he's like that long Island mentality. He thinks he's like a fucking yeah
1: I, got, I know a guy, knows a guy knows a guy. take care of things for me. <laughs> well are are there different goons than the ones on twitter who defend him which are stuttering john's other accounts it's great when he forgets to log out and he just responds to himself like he he, and he does it both ways too where it's just like he's got the fake account that says you know, John, don't let the haters and the trolls and the go-tards, everything, attack you. And then he uses the same account to say, thank you so much. I really appreciate the support. And then he uses the stuttering John to compliment stuttering John.
0: I want, okay, let's do a survey. I want to know who has <laughs> more fake Twitter accounts. Stuttering John, Frank Pellegrino, or Chrissy Mayer. Between the mm. three of them, I mean, they're constantly, it's exhausting how many fake accounts they have.
1: And I I, I, got to give it to Stuttering John. I think he's got the leg up based on he is. I'm going
0: Frank. I'm going Frank. You think Frank?
1: Yeah. That's a, it's a lot of fire. Well, I mean, the thing is with, with Stuttering John is that every day, I mean, any interaction that anyone has, at least with Frank, there are people who are not necessarily in the know about all this stuff. And the same with Chrissy. Chrissy gets a lot of retweets and stuff from, you know, right wing grifters and, you know, the conservatives on Twitter. There is, I can't, you go on Stuttering John's mentions. Not one person is complimentary, complimentary of his podcast at all. Nobody's saying you do such a great job. Uh, the only things anything positive would be were things that were done on the Stern show 30 years ago. And again, not because Stuttering John's did them. Yeah, he said them. He, yeah, he got punched. He did whatever. But any of those funny lines were not written by him. It, it was Jackie and it was Fred. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and, and you're a Stern fan. So, you know, the the fact that you actually knew Stuttering John, I'm sure the first time you thought about it, you're like, hey, that's kind of cool. And then that went away so quickly. Oh, right? it's
0: gone. Yeah. When I first <laughs> met the guy, I was just like, holy shit, it's Stuttering John. and. As you get to know, John, you're like, it's stuttering, John. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, fucking leave me alone, dude. My favorite is I did the Boca Black Box Theater, which I'll be there this month, too. At the end, I think I'm with Brewer. I'm not sure. It's uh, sometime this month. Anyways, enough plugs. Uh, I remember a couple came to the show and I was talking to them afterwards. They're like, yeah, we came here. Uh, last time we were here, we came and saw Stuttering John. And I go, oh, really? I go, how was it? And they're like, I go. <laughs> I go with a lot of people. She's like, no, like 15. I go, oh, wow. She goes, well, get this. We went to uh across the street to the Miller Ale House. Like he, we all went out to eat and drinks. He fucking just started buying all the beer and food and said, hey, guys, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. And walked out. So they they're like, uh, I guess we're picking up his tab like
1: <laughs> he just he's a piece of shit. He just used the fans for <laughs> for free food and drinks there's a great uh well and i and i use i use this in you know it, it's great to a certain extent and it's somewhere on youtube they did like a maybe a five-part series uh, a few years ago right before covid and it was jackie it was billy west and of course stuttering john's on there and they just did this panel where they tell old howard stories and the, the old stern show and all the whack packers and celebrities and stuff and it's really cool to hear these stories Except for the fact that Stuttering John has to—he's drinking a beer—and Jackie and Billy are both (laughs) sober. They've been sober for decades now. By the way, it's just stutter.
0: Just because this is a Red Solo cup, it doesn't mean it's booze. It's uh,
1: lemonade. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it's just—he's—he ruined it. Uh, Like, I want to watch it, and he's just, "Uh, well, you know, uh, you know, back in the day, and uh, you know, when the the Sharon Stone thing happened, you're like, no, no, John. Can somebody please? Cut this, cut this N words, Mike. <laughs> Even though. <laughs> cut his, cut his mic. I want to hear more. I want to hear Billy do his uh, Larry fine impression again. And I want to hear Jackie tell some corny, bad jokes. Uh, I don't want to hear stuttering. John pontificating about cutting potatoes and one too many.
0: The one thing I will say, and he, I, 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 somebody needs to help switch the narrative with Anthony Cumia with me. He's incredibly misinformed with me. Like I, I, I don't understand why he's trolling me like he is like I, I was a fan of his. I think he's funny. And by the way, nobody, nobody. And I mean, nobody takes down stuttering John better than Anthony Kumia. Yes. He's way better than any of us. Truly. Who are these podcasts?
1: I just and, wish Artie was there for this. I, I, imagine Artie in studio for all. Oh,
0: this.
1: <laughs> just just, just <laughs>
0: dissecting him and destroying him. Word for word, I mean, his words he uses are just fucking—they're they, piercing. I I would cry if I was stuttering. John hearing what Anthony was saying about him, and I would I would definitely have some self reflection. Like, dude, maybe I am a fucking asshole. Maybe yeah. I am a piece of shit. Maybe no, I am. A he's a
1: narcissist and a sociopath. That's and what he I'm,
0: is. Maybe it? I am entitled. Maybe <laughs> I, I maybe I should start being nice to people. And but anyways, um, yeah. So my thing with the uh, with Anthony is, it's like, dude, yeah. Y- y- it's, i'm i'm a i'm your ally dude like don't go after me yeah i mean i mean you don't go after me i mean because it's it looks bad when you pay chrissy mayer money period It just <laughs> i mean that's that's Bob
1: levy did was defending you a little bit though the other day oh he was Le- levy was kevin came in studio of course he's wearing his chad zuma i saw that uh, on a photo or most wanted or whatever um but it got it got diffuse really quick because they've moved on to something else probably more starting john Bashfest.
0: yeah but <laughs> the fact that anthony's lumping me in with those fucking idiots it's like you dude it's it's a bad move you're making a bad move okay yeah it's coming from the captain that steers the ship okay <laughs> i'm just telling you what's going on
1: that's right <laughs> Spe- speaking of steering the ship as we uh we turn the wheel a little bit how are uh it seems like everything's going well you know any any property damage down in florida Oh, yeah. we. I, that, that seems like so long ago, the hurricane. Yeah, so it was a week ago.
0: <laughs> Literally, it was on the uh, fucking. Um, yeah, I, I got so many text tweets from people like thinking about you. Hope you're safe. I was never scared the whole time. I was like, bring it on. I want property damage because I want to collect a check, baby.
1: Bring it on. Take away. The only my- thing was your Internet went out. Uh, your internet and power went out w- like 10 minutes into our football podcast last week. So, yeah. but then it must've came back on at some point. And then I didn't, I didn't, like have, everything's fine.
0: I didn't have an internet for 12 hours and, and I gotta be honest, it was pretty brutal. I mean, <laughs> meanwhile, people's houses, their lives are over
1: their houses are gone. I'm like, I didn't have
0: fucking internet, man.
1: Jesus. Isn't that, isn't that, well, isn't that kind of partially one of your bits? You should actually do that one of your bits, because I know you do that with your, you said something about if you don't have your phone, you're trying to figure out which family member you'd want to die. Oh, yeah.
0: I'm going to write that down. Internet. Hurricane. But, you know, what's funny is I had a show over the weekend. Well, I was supposed to have two shows, but one canceled because of, they had damage. It was up towards Orlando. Uh, is that
1: different than when Chrissy Mayer gets one of her shows canceled? Yeah.
0: Yeah, this was because of the hurricane. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was a lot of damage going up there. And then I texted Brewer because he was in the fucking thick of it. He was right next to Fort Myers, and he said he was fine. But
1: I saw some of those photos of Fort Myers and shit. Holy shit. Yeah, the pier is gone. Sanibel Island. Is- Sanibel
0: Island. I would go there. Every time I had a show out there, there was this, this, this bar that I would go to just to chill out before my gigs. Because so I do a lot of one-nighters up there. The bar's gone. It's gone. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah, time to find an Amon's, <laughs> you know, what but you know, what's the, the irony is, you remember that that piece of shit in the I told you about who owns snappers down here and he bought the laughing in Fort Myers and he, yes. he fucked me over twice. The irony was the weekend he took away from me was this hurricane weekend and he got a lot of damage done to his fucking club. So, you know what that is? That's karma, bitch. That's coming from the Lord.
1: It's come from the Z man.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> You got fucked, dude, because you took away my weekend. But anyways, uh, yeah, that whole the, I mean, that whole island is fucked, man. And that was such a beautiful place. They, from what I hear, it's like biblical how much destruction has been done. But
1: oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's uh, and, you know, I keep thinking about this, though, because how many times you were coming back from a gig and it is it, there's two feet of snow on the ground. It's a blizzard and you got to drive back to Lakewood or you're driving back to Kent or wherever uh, or from to and from a gig to and from something. And then now you have hurricanes down there. Which one would you prefer? Would you prefer a hurricane season or, you know, four or five months of blizzards? I'd rather be wet for 24 hours than <laughs>
0: anything going on in the snow. I, w- I was so done with the snow. I'm done. Like, you know, when I was like up there, like when I was mo- I was on my way to moving to New York. I don't have to go through the whole story why I moved to Florida and it was cold where you lived. Mm-hmm. When, when I was standing in that area I was like I'm out of here man I can't nope. do this anymore. Uh, and so uh, uh,
1: as I record this it's probably about 60 about 60 degrees so it's getting chillier we've got the leaves changing behind me and I don't mind the fall man I like the fall I'm good with the fall. Falls cool. Falls yeah. cool. Um I mean and there's there's a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on. There's been a lot of concerts. I, I mean I, just last week I saw John Mellencamp for free. Where was he? He was at the Rock Hall, so I was. Um, so I recorded the podcast with Florentine last week outside the Rock Hall of Fame, and then I went inside and I went to this free. It was a Q and A, but it really wasn't much of a Q and A. It was just more so a free John Mellencamp concert. And I'm not even a big fan, but I. He's got some hits. I got yeah. I mean, you know, Jack and Diane, and all these uh, you know, Pink Houses and R O C K in the U S A, and you know, look they're the radio fire. Ch- cherry bomb all these other songs like are they they're not my favorite songs but I, I went for free then i went to that night i was going to another concert was rachel and was going steel to there i didn't see rachel steel there i actually I like not. her
0: she's she's cool she's cool as fuck. She,
1: she's good people yeah um and then later that night i went to her the, sister's hot by the way oh really yeah well she's hot too but Anyways, go yeah, ahead. She's getting to along in the tooth, but eh, you know, eh, you know. that's not bad. I want I one to kick her out of bed for eating crackers. There uh, um, so I went to go see the Wailers, which is Bob Marley's band. And, oh, and they fuck. were at Beachland. I uh, don't like reggae, but my I, buddy wanted to go see it.
0: Yeah, so I'm not a reggae he bought,
1: guy. He bought the tickets and he gave me an edible. And I got to tell you, I've been drunk before. I've been really drunk before. I've been high before. I've never felt like this this was AIDS he gave me AIDS I think this this edible I, I couldn't I couldn't form words I could not go I'm going to the bar and I wanted to get a Jenny cream Ale and close my tab this is all I needed to say to go up to the bar and say yes I'd like a Jenny cream ale and I want to close my tab it took me an hour so I can formulate the words to say that because I was I, I, I was like stuttering John it was I and I'm like, I'm not ready yet because they're gonna cut me off and they're gonna kick me out of here, saying like, "Oh, this guy's too far gone." So I had to drink a bunch of water. I'm like, what did you give me here? And it was like 200. I don't. I don't know what it was. And I, like, I'm not. I'm not a drug guy. I'm not. I'm not a guy who comes home and it's 4:20 we got to smoke pot. But he gave it to me, and I'm just like, no. I'd rather be. I'd rather drink. I yeah. would honestly rather drink. I'm not a. I'm not a marijuana guy. I'm not a THC guy. Anything like that. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll do a little meth, but I don't touch any of that other shit. Well, I mean, you're in Florida. When in Rome.
0: Yeah, it's my thing. No, I never tried any of that stuff because look at all the destruction I've caused through booze. Why would I bring anything else into the arsenal? I mean, I've already done. I've already. If it, if there was a drinking fucking uh, Olympics, I would win every year. I mean, I, I I could retire like the Michael Jordan of drinking
1: if I wanted yeah, to. I've heard it not, all. You're not a pot smoker though, and. Uh, I remember two times, both of us uh, name drop uh, big J Okerson, and we were in Pittsburgh and then we were in Columbus for rock on the range. And the one thing about big J is his fans, no access to some of the best marijuana on the planet. And this ain't, this ain't your grandfather's marijuana. Uh, and somebody gave me, uh, I don't know if it, I don't remember if it was a blunt or a, a joint, I'm not sure. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And I had to pull over. I had to pull over on my way home back to Ohio and I'm like, what, what is in this thing? What is in this? And I don't know what it is. I, again, I'm not a drug. I'm not a drug guy. I don't. In fact, when I need pain pills, if I take one, I take what's prescribed for me. I'm not a guy who's going to be like, well, let's see, let's see how this night goes. I got Jack Daniels. I got a, you know, an oxy right now. Let's let's go to Mars right now. No, not that guy. I just like drinking. And uh, yeah, I'd yeah. rather drink instead of doing any of those substances or pills or, uh, you know, K2 and all this other nonsense. Um, I tell you what I'm not
0: going to do, because I think it's the gayest thing ever. What do you think watch, the gayest thing ever?
1: Uh, watch the movie Bros. Ooh, is that the Judd Apatow movie? I don't know if it's I know Billy Eichner. That's the one he, he got really upset because there the reviews. Uh, people just bombed it. No one went to go see it, and of course, he's blaming homophobia. Even though he already said, "Hey, homophobes, this movie's not for you." So people are like, "All right, I guess we're not going to see it." So they're two gay guys. It's a rom com, but with gays. Okay. Talk, be- talk about talk about uh, not extending your audience over to the uh, Asian and uh, Middle Eastern countries. <laughs> yeah, that's. So, so bros seems pretty gay, but what's gayer? Um, sober
0: October. Oof. That is the worst. I, I, fucking, I, I follow you know some people on Twitter and Instagram and Denver Comedy Works. Shout out Wendy, great, great club. Brant Tobler. I'm gonna try to get him on the football show Wednesday. Uh, they tweeted out a photo of Bert, Tom, Joe, and Ari. And it says, Who's gonna win sober October? Who do you guys got? I was like, Oh my god. It's so fucking cringe. And then Bert, there's a video of Bert coming on stage and he pulls off his shirt. Everyone goes crazy because they're fucking idiots. And then he looks, he goes up to the camera. He goes, Sober October starts right now. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's so cringe. It is cringe.
1: I mean, I mean, look. Oh, sober sounds like October. Yeah, like Rocktober or Jocktober. Genius. You know, like I, so it's interesting because when I think of sober October, I I don't mind people that it's the same way as someone who got a Prius for all those years. If you want to get a Prius because you either think you're saving the world or you really are cutting down on gas, gas, uh, consumption, fine. God bless you. But to think that you are a, a noble human being for it. Nah, don't really, I don't. I don't ascribe to that. Uh, and, and like when it comes to dry January, I've done dry January for, I, I don't do hashtag dry January. I don't have t-shirts and I don't have like a, a contest. I just go, hey, after New Year's, I'm probably just going to cut the booze back maybe a couple of weeks, which I do. And it, it I feel better. I don't feel like shit every Sunday morning when I wake up. So I think that's fine. I have no problem with uh, someone doing Sober October, Dry January, but to publicly advertise it. Now, i as a guy who's a football fan and doing all this stuff going on in October, I cannot – I am I, having a wet October. I'm telling you right now. Right.
0: Now, my, my, the thing that bothers me the most about it, because I know it's all Burt pushing this thing because he's all about marketing. So he's yes. probably – no, those guys probably were like, yeah, all right, whatever. No, he's like, no, we got, we got to do it. We could, we got to bring it back. We got to do it. We can get more, you know, I just know he's fucking pushing that and pushing it. And I, I, I cringe when I see one of his marketing videos.
1: I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do this because I know it's all marketing. Well, you know, you want to know something even more cringe? Well, it's just as cringe. So I uh, a couple of weeks ago, I started a new job and during the day, you know how when you get a job and people give you a nickname or something,
0: by the way, don't even give them a hint where it's at, because nope. they will fucking go for it, man. I'm oh, yeah. You. I didn't
1: do that with the last job either. No one figured that out either. So yeah. I was happy with that. Um, So there's a guy who was also hired with me. Who uh, they said. You look like a comedian, you look like the the machine. Bert Kreischer. Yeah, you look like and then they start having to talk about all these like, oh, Bert, that guy's funny. He takes his shirt off and he does, you know, he's just a wild man, that guy. And I'm thinking like, God, if Chad were here, <laughs> I don't know. He's a fuck. It. He's a <laughs> fraud. <laughs> like whatever heavy machinery is around it, or, or it'd be like you wanted to put your head in the letterpress press and, like in the three stooges disorder in the court it's just like oh my god they're just talking about how funny bert kreischer is this guy's hilarious oh i i see i have his podcast and it's like but the guy he's got the beard and he kind of kind of sounds like bert a little bit that just like kind of that gravel voiced uh grizzled looking guy but again this guy is a He's just a, a good old boy with a job. And Bert's doing it because he knows that he's recognizable enough when he takes his shirt off and has his chest hair and his burly belly.
0: <laughs> One time I got, uh, I was at the Winking Lizard in Lakewood. It was when I was on the radio. And I was sitting at the bar by myself. And I was, I was supposed to go on a date, but she stood me up. So I just, you know, hung out, Was watching the Cavs game. And these guys are talking and they're like, right And right Like they're on, I'm on the corner, they're on the corner. They're like, uh, yeah, dude, I was listening to Alan Cox earlier today. He's like, I can't fucking stand that Chad Zumok, dude. He's like, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm sitting there, I'm listening. He's like, the guy, fucking, I just want to punch him in the fucking face. He's like, I like that guy. I think he's pretty funny, man. I was like, <laughs> I think he's, he's like, no, he's not funny. He's like, no, he's pretty funny, man. I'm telling you, he's, then I just go, he, he's not that funny. He's like, thank you, thank you. I go, he's just, <laughs> and I, he's just like, roll no, over. Anybody catch on? No, and we were like going back and forth, and uh, then I like, I went to close out and I go, Hey, I got what's your guys' names. And he was like, you know, Steve, Bill, I go, Hey, nice to meet you. I'm Chad Zumlock. I'll see you later. And they started laughing (laughs) and all of a sudden they're like, wait a second. But it was great. I just thought of that little memory. That's why I threw it out there because you were talking about people were talking about Bert.
1: Oh man. But you you know, Bert would get off on that. That's the thing. It's like he would, he would use that as a marketing thing. He would, he would do that as like a, a 10 minute bit on stage and, you know, or or do it from, is he still doing that hot tub show? Hot tub show? Wasn't he doing a hot tub show? It was like, uh, or no, it was in the cabin.
0: Oh, that, that, I didn't even watch one episode of that shit. That looked garbage. <laughs> Fucking garbage is what it was.
1: <laughs> Boy, we've, we've really burnt about every bridge in this podcast. If, I let's say,
0: give a fuck.
1: Well, Let's see, we keep burning the, the Burt Bridge. Then we've got Stuttering John. Chrissy Mayer, Anthony Cumia, Frank, Joe Howard, uh, what are Billy we Eichner. What else are we missing? Um.
0: Yeah, but I mean, it's for the record. I I like those other guys. I like. I don't know Rogan well. I mean, he knows my name, which is cool. Um, he's always been nice. Tom Segura always been nice to me. I've opened for him a few times. Ari, I did a podcast with him. He's a you know he's a weirdo, but he's been nice. So I got no problem now, with those other guys.
1: Apparently, Joe Rogan uh, texted Cumia loving the stuttering john trash fest really yeah that's he, he said oh this uh you know this guy he does a podcast down in uh, austin pretty prominent i don't know if you know who he is you know playing it up said uh i can't get enough of you guys talking about stuttering john it's
0: he i think he's uni- gonna unify all of us he probably might bring kevin and i back together like i think us all trashing this guy i mean even chrissy Mayer and i will become friends after this I think stuttering stuttering John is the unifier because he's so awful and we all hate him together. All of us. Like we all see eye to eye on one thing, this, this garbage dude.
1: (laughs) This, Oh my God. I mean, like it's amazing that you and I have talked about stuttering John as long as we have, but the, the content seems to be endless right now. It's like, you would think like, I'm tired of, I'm tired of stuttering John yet the content the fact that there's a podcast dedicated to his podcast and now apparently they're expanding that podcast now
0: yeah didn't Shuli? i
1: saw a tweet said he's doing a spinoff of this <laughs> Shuly said they're doing a spinoff of the early days of stuttering john we should do you know, remember how when
0: uh, mlc got crazy and there was like the wrap-up shows with the ski mask and there yes. was a the fucking then my landlord had a show then <laughs> Lenny's printer had a show. We should do a wrap-up show of Uncle Rico. Like we'll, we'll watch it and talk about yes. it. We got to get in on the Stuttering John money, man. There's so much money to be made off this guy. Everyone's making money except for him. Except,
1: yeah, who's going to afford his Budweisers on the patio? Budweisers on the balcony.
0: I'm going to have you on beers on the balcony. I'm going to book you for this Tuesday, October 18th. I can't do it. And he's then he's, he's promoting.
1: He's such a stupid man when it comes to politics. Like, I'm not saying I'm the world's most intelligent human being when it comes to social issues, political issues of the day. But John is just, he knows nothing. It, and you hear about these people who hated Donald Trump and they hate oh, oh, the, the dotards and the, the maggots, the maggots with the tea. And they get so mad about that. And we're like, you're projecting something, aren't you? Like you, you hate Trump, but you don't hate Trump. You hate your dad. He must have had some bad daddy issues and people like that, because you can't hate Trump. That
0: (laughs) in every angle is unflattering. Like
1: it's like, why does he shoot up? Do you like the? I swear to God, I swear to God. When you showed that, I thought it was Ray Devito that was on his podcast for a second. I I don't even think Ray
0: would do his podcast. (laughs) But he, he like he's going, he's shooting up the camera angle, and it's so unflattering. Even Chrissy Mayer, who looks like a horse, knows how to shoot down so you can see, you know, the gums. <laughs> God, look at this. I mean, look at
1: the jowls. God, I mean, again, he used to, remember he used to have the long hair and wore the leather jacket. Uh, but again, the only reason he was on the show and that, and that classic clip of Howard just berating him, oh. saying you're not funny. There's nothing funny Ooh. about what you do anything that's funny that it has been written by somebody else. You're just copying off of my style. Whenever they bring you on Conan or something, it's like, you're trying to be me, but you can't be me. And John's just taking it. It's like that's, uh, that's yeah. a,
0: By the way, that's coming from an honest place. When Howard was saying that, that like, he meant that. That yeah. wasn't like, oh, I'm going to entertain my radio listeners. He's like, no, dude, this is what, this is who you are. And that
1: was this. ooh, what a beat down. Boy, what I, 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 I got to say though, Howard, with, with all the vaccines. Oh, yeah, he's and, gone. Uh, and his and his stuff about like didn't he he said that a couple of weeks ago that uh we should stop focusing on other issues and start talking about the r- big issue which is the mar-a-lago raid and like
0: yeah lots- he's gone dude he's he's not he's he's not even what what we grew up listening to that's not that doesn't exist anymore he got the hollywood playbook from jimmy kimmel and he knows what he has to say and what he has to do so he can have you know he could spend evenings with george clooney in the hamptons
1: i mean this is that's what it he is. was a hero. Like people have to understand uh, if you're younger than I am, because at least I remember the the stern days. My parents listened to him and I, I listened to him in, in the art. I, I truly listened to so many of the artie days because that's just, you know, I was I think Arty took over and I was in my teens already. Um, and I loved it. I loved every minute of listening Arty to Artie and Trashy. Artie Lang and Jim
0: Norton is the reason why I'm here for better or for worse than yeah. what I do. I wanted to be a comedian on the radio. That's all them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, and it was great. And Howard, that show, they were heroes to the working man, to the police officers, to the, to the steel workers, to the union guys, the the guys who wore their hard hats and lunch pails and everything. And for him to completely go against that and become this cuck, this, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, get your vaccine. I'm not leaving my house with all my cats and Beth and, you go, wow, and 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 the only times he does leave the house, he wants to go to a he goes to a Hollywood party, and you know he's up in the Hamptons. It's just it's not. Look, I I get it. You can't do the same thing over and over again. I had this conversation so many different times. You cannot do. Yeah, I, I get it. You can't throw salami on girls' asses for you know forty five years of doing a radio show. But there's also a way where you take it the opposite way, and that's kind of what Opie's doing too. You know, Opie, and. Kumia said this before, and I agreed uh, at the time. I said that Opie, what he should have done, is moved his family to Philadelphia and host the local classic rock show on WMMR, and uh, do the Opie show and do the morning show and have a hole on it, and you know, talk about the news of the day, and then you go into the next song, which is uh, a Tom Petty song, and that's you know, that's all he needed to do. But his ego won't allow that because he feels that that's going backwards in his career, just like. So you'd rather ruin what rep, what little reputation you have and do odd videos and collect $2 on Facebook for tokens? I, I don't get it.
0: Yeah, if somebody offered me a, a gig down here, afternoon, drive, morning, and I'm making half of what I made at WMMS, I would take it. I really would. I'd take it. But fuck yeah, I'll just do this and do, do some stand-up on the side. Yeah, this is fine.
1: Yeah. But it's the, the ego doesn't allow it unless you're not getting paid what you deserve. Like uh, I don't know if you ever. So I'm going to do a really local reference right now. So there's a guy who was doing evenings on uh, the rocks, or I mean uh, the uh, sports station that I used to work for, the Fan, and he just announced last week he's leaving. Ooh. And his name is Mike Chico Borman.
0: Oh, I know that dude.
1: I don't know him, and but I know the name. Chico's a good guy. I've, I've known him, you know, since the station launched basically, and. Chico admitted why he's leaving. Is it because he's getting fired? Is he getting another job? I don't know if he's getting another job, but here's what I do know. He put it out there saying, as much as I tried to make it work, I cannot make a net of $20,000 a year and do every evening. And then Brown's preseason games and uh, you know, uh, pregame shows and this and that and post game call-in shows. Like I cannot swing that by making $20,000 net and people like, Holy shit. I understand why you're leaving. <laughs> wow. That's what radio's doing there for the amount of times that they've shot themselves in the foot with content and blocking that you also have to pay people what they're owed. Now I'm not a communist. I'm not somebody who wants minimum wage $20 and 30, $50 an hour, but in, in today's economy, when people are filling up their gas tank for 80 bucks a week, you can't make, 20 grand a year in radio no. anymore. It's just can't, can't be done.
0: Well, you know, what's funny is when I got fired from MMS, I, I, I was, I was out for that WNIR job, the morning gig. Mm-hmm. And I did two weeks there and um, you know, I knew the money was going to, wasn't going to be that great, but I didn't give a fuck. And then when I didn't get the gig, I did the 877 Cleveland sound. You remember that? Yes. I did Sundays. I got paid a hundred dollars a show. That's all I had. That's it. So at least, hey, at least the check cleared. It did clear. It did clear. That guy, Ryan Bennis, who's the program director, he was originally on the Alan Cox show. It was me, Alan, and Ryan was Erica's position, the phone screener, for like two months before Erica got there.
1: And Ryan lives right down the street over there. Does he really? Mm-hmm. No way. Oh, yeah. You know who lives he is? I do. I, I worked with him in 92.3. No shit. Yep. Wow, what's he doing now? Um, I don't know. That, uh, that I don't know. I just know his uh, hairline is... <laughs> having a having a, a real oh, fight right now. Losing
0: his hair. Oh yeah. No, I never had a problem with it. He I he had such a hard on for Stansbury. Like he was obsessed with Stansbury. <laughs> and he like broke the fucking bank to bring him over to 877. And they he worshipped Stansbury. I never understood
1: that. I was like ah, all right. Stansbury. Again, local loser radio shows and radio hosts. I mean and here's the other thing. If you're a radio guy who works at iHeart slash Clear Channel? You're a loser because you, again, you want to talk about twenty grand a year? That's probably what Stansbury's making. He's probably making twenty grand a year, but he can still live this dream of working in radio. Yeah, nah, don't miss it. I I really do not miss as much as, much as I talk about it. As much as it seems like I'm complaining, I I. I would like to actually take my wife out to a nice dinner and not go, huh, what are, what, what's on at Applebee's? Do they have the uh, $1 Long Islands this week? Like, what's going on this month? I actually want to do something nice and be able to afford things and, uh, you know, put gas in my car instead of working in a business that just completely treats you like shit. Uh, uh, discriminates against you based on your political beliefs or who, who, you know, who, who, what religion you are. <sighs> So with that don't being said,
0: it. sign up to the Patreons, everybody! God damn it, sign up! I got a family to feed. No, That's I don't.
1: That's right. I got to. You got to fix all the hurricane damage.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm using all the money to fix hurricane stuff. No, seriously, sign up. Uh, uh, sit down, Zumak. Check your brain. Our respective shows. Yep. You get this for free. Or not for free, but we're giving this one out for free today. But every Monday, Tony and I, we do this, and uh, the reason why we do it behind a paywall because we don't want to get fired from our jobs, but that didn't we work. We don't want
1: Stuttering John serving us uh, <laughs> any cease and desist or know, lawsuits.
0: That's another thing. He always does the lawsuits too. He's always going to sue somebody. <laughs> I,
1: I'm, I'm going to sue you. <laughs> I love how we're all doing Artie Lang's impression of Stuttering John. <laughs> I, I do, I'm going to sue litigation.
0: <laughs> we we got to do a wrap up show of Shirley show like, like, <laughs> Those guys did like Lenny's printer and Gladwell did. It'd be so much <laughs> so much fun. I mean, this guy is fucking gold. How stupid oh he God. is. <laughs> Stuttering John. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. It's not gonna end well though. He's either gonna he's gonna do something bad to himself if he doesn't Or, or, or he's or falling. he's gonna
1: go on some kind of postal rampage. Yeah, because I mean <laughs> it's just not good. It's just
0: not good. Uh, OK, guys, dry bar special this Friday. Use the promo code ZUMAC at one month free. Just put ZUMAC in and you can get the month free. I, I suggest sign up and then cancel because you will you can watch my special for free. And I'm excited about this it's called Kmart Ready. Uh, like I said, I don't hate it. And that's a that's probably the best comic because I can nitpick this shit out of anything I do.
1: And I'm like, it's not bad. I think you should go promote it on the Uncle Rico show, by the way. I would love to. I think you should go on the show at Shuly and, and talk about it. You know, you could just you you say, yeah, I got a special coming out this week. All right. Let's talk stuttering. John.
0: <laughs> I would do it. I would love to. I know Shuly. I like Shuley. Um, All right, guys, that's the program. Uh, let's count the votes, bring home the troops. Bert's a bitch. What else we got? What are, what, what's
1: our sign off? Uh, something uh, stuttering John. Um, I don't know. Does, does he do a sign off? You, you're dotards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, for Tony Mazer, I'm Chad Zumak. That's a wrap. God bless.
1: 18 plus.